Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. So welcome everyone to day one of the soul activation series. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about masculine and feminine energies and the power of your soul and how understanding these energies can help you harness that power that is within you so that you are feeling filled up, fully loved, not depleted, not burned out. And so that you are living your life in the the highest and best way that you can and in the most powerful way that you can. When we aren't actually harnessing and using these energies, what can happen is, again, we get depleted, we get burnt out. Um, some, oftentimes we get in our own way, we spin or we uh, self-sabotage. So we want to be able to harness these energies so that we're not experiencing struggles like that. Now, it doesn't mean that every single struggle and obstacle is going to be gone from your life, but it will help you deeply understand your own soul power. And by understanding these energies, it will also help you understand everyone else and deepen your relationships. Because when you understand the masculine and feminine energies, and these are not gender related, you can hold deeper space for people. You can understand where your partner is coming from, where your friends are coming from, what they need in the moment, what you need in the moment. You understand how to communicate better. So these are really powerful, powerful energies that you can utilize in your life. And they form the foundation for you to be powerful and be your best self. Okay. So the masculine and feminine energies, masculine and feminine. So they, although they are called masculine and feminine, they are not gender specific. It's not about genders. It's just, there is a, there's a feminine energy to the entire world and to each and every one of us. And there is a masculine energy to the entire world and each and every one of us. So if you think about it this way, the masculine is like a, like a riverbed. So together, the masculine and feminine create this beautiful flowing river. So the masculine is the riverbed. It is what holds the feminine. It is the container. And without the feminine, it is empty. It is just the structure itself. It also provides the feminine with direction. So when you think of the feminine, that is the water of the river. So it fills up. The, light, the feminine is all about filling up. So whether it's you filling up others, you being filled up yourself, um, it's all about receiving. So, and it's, it's everything of life. 
So the emotions, the beauty, the chaos, the, the craziness, the messiness, the creativity, everything that makes up what life is, that's the feminine. And the masculine is that container that holds it all. So when you think of the masculine and feminine, the masculine is that riverbed. So it's holding the water of the river. And it is also directing the water of, of the river. And that's why I use the metaphor of a river and riverbed versus the ocean, because the ocean is very broad and it doesn't have that same container-like structure that a river does. So the masculine is that riverbed. It gives the feminine a place to be safe. It gives the feminine direction. It gives the feminine the ability to speed up and slow down, but it's always within its container. It's holding the feminine. Now, the feminine, if it didn't have that masculine holding it, the water would go everywhere. So we wouldn't have that river. It would just be flooding. It would just, it would just be everywhere. Now, the reason that it's important for the feminine to have the masculine is because the feminine, especially if you are too much in it, it can spin. So because it would lack that direction on its own, you would end up spinning, you would end up, up self-sabotaging, you would end up not actually getting anywhere in life. Yes, it would be highly enjoyable, but it would be missing those next steps. So the feminine needs the structure of the masculine to move forward in life, to and allow it to receive more, to allow it to experience more, to allow it to move forward. Now, the masculine without the feminine is very empty. It ends up, and this is where you get burnout from, but the masculine without the feminine would just be an empty riverbed. It's just structure, it's emptiness, it's consciousness, but it's not really experiencing anything. It's just doing the mundane things day after day. So it needs the feminine to fill it up with creativity, with ideas, with experiences, with emotion, with all the things that life comprises of. So you need both energies. There cannot be one without the other. And what happens when there is one without the other? So if you are too much in your masculine or too much in your feminine, you will see that you are, again, either going to be spinning, never getting ahead. You're going to be self-sabotaging. You are going to feel burnt out and depleted. You're going to lack creativity. You're going to feel disconnected. You're going to feel overwhelmed. All of these things come in when you are doing too much of one and not harmonizing them. And notice that I say harmonizing versus balancing. So the masculine and feminine, you don't want them balanced because then you're just like this and there's no, there's no flow. There's no give and take. It's, you're just trying to have everything balanced, but that, and then what that does is it actually stops the flow of power. Having something perfectly balanced is just as bad as having too much or too little of an energy. So when you are harmonized, 
So when the masculine and the feminine are harmonized, what that does is it allows you to flow moment to moment and you can be in your masculine in one moment and your feminine in the next moment, but you're constantly doing this together versus always trying to maintain balance. And this is exhausting. This is filling because this is what life does so that no matter what happens, you have the ability to move with the obstacles, move with the experiences, move with the emotions, move with whatever is coming up for you. Okay. So the masculine and feminine, you want it to be harmonized, not balanced. And like I said, moment to moment, your energy can shift. Now, typically there is going to be an overarching energy in a, in a moment. So for example, if you are out with friends and you're having a good time, that is more of a feminine type of overarching energy. But within that, there are going to be moments when you are talking and sharing things. There are moments going to, going to, where there whew, cannot talk. There are going to be moments where you are listening and holding space. There's going to be moments when you follow and moments when you lead. So even though you're out with your friends having a good time and the overarching energy is feminine, moment to moment within it, you are going from masculine to feminine and masculine to feminine. So these energies are very, very fluid. They're not staying stagnant. And when you start learning how to recognize these energies in the moment and within yourself and others, it can better help you understand how to connect with other people, where people are at, how you can best meet them and serve them and support them. Um, it can teach you how to receive better, how to have more fun, how to be more open. There's so many things that this can teach you. So some of the characteristics of the masculine and for the masculine and the feminine, there are two sides. So there's always the divine masculine and feminine, and there's the wounded masculine and feminine. There's nothing bad or wrong about either. We do want to be healing ourselves and moving into a place and growing into a place where we are in the divine version of our masculine and feminine. We want to allow ourselves to heal whatever wounds are coming up so that we do not stay in that wounded state. Because although there's nothing wrong or bad about the wounded state, it just is. It's not something that is going to move us forward. It's not something that is going to empower us. It's actually something that's going to take away from us over time. And again, we are not striving for perfection. So this spiritual journey that we are on, this healing journey that we are on, we are always just 
letting ourselves be on this journey. We're not striving for perfection. We're not striving for an end point because there is no end point. There are always more layers to heal. There's more experiences to be had, more lessons to learn. So let yourself just go through it and be. So the we'll start with the divine masculine. So the divine masculine energy is about holding space, being present, listening, leading, giving direction and structure. It is having an open heart, but a strong spine. So that means that you can be very strong. You can have boundaries. You can have this like inner peaceful warrior type of strength and feeling about you and still be incredibly loving, incredibly patient, incredibly kind, compassionate, respectful. You can have power. It's just not aggressive. It's it's assertive instead of aggressive. So that is the divine masculine. The divine masculine also likes to give. So anytime you are in a giving energy, a serving energy, a supporting energy, that is masculine. Now the wounded masculine is, hmm, this is where perfectionism comes in rigidity, where you have a lack of boundaries or very, um, very aggressive boundaries. So you're not, it's like you're, you're trying to control things. The divine masculine is, or sorry, the wounded masculine is very controlling. It is also outwardly aggressive. So typically your wounded masculine, if you were to lash out at others, or if you would break things or punch walls or get outwardly angry and take your, take your anger out in that way, that is outward aggression. So that is from the wounded masculine. And you can see that when you, you, when you compare the wounded to the divine, the difference in those energies the, the wounded is, again, that aggressor. It's a, it's a dominant energy. It likes to control and dominate and be more powerful, but it's coming from this egoic place versus a place of the soul. So one is very aggressive. One is that peaceful warrior assertive energy. The wounded masculine would run onto the battlefield and start a fight with whoever they crossed paths with the divine masculine could go out onto that bad, that battlefield ready to fight, but not instigate something. They're not looking for reasons to be the aggressor. Whereas the wounded masculine is the wounded masculine is also all about go, 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 that striving energy, that achievement. And there's a, there's a good, there's a healthy side to it. 
which would go into the divine, which is all about your purpose and serving and achievement and competition is great. Um, and that can be in the, in the divine side, but in the, in the wounded side, it is also, that's where burnout comes from. So if you are not, if all you're doing all the time is working and you're not resting, you're not filling yourself up with life, with love, with experiences, you're not allowing your feminine in, you are going to be depleted. So that's more of the wounded masculine. And when you look at today's society, the way that we work and go to school and do all of these things, that is very much in the wounded masculine. You are supposed to be able to go constantly and be constantly on without making mistakes or without being messy or without being tired. You're supposed to always be going. And that is the wounded masculine. So yeah, the wounded masculine is where burnout comes from. Now, the other thing that you will see in actually both the wounded masculine and the feminine is addiction. So if addiction is causing you to numb out, if it is causing you to shut off, to not think, and you're using tools like sex, alcohol, drugs, food, and you're using it to shut off, that is your wounded masculine. Now, on the same token, your wounded feminine, when you talk about addiction, that is where you're, you're using it to feel better or to feel the masculine shutting off. The feminine is about like feeling better or feeling filled up. So that can be still with food, drugs, alcohol. You're using it to get some kind of emotional high. Video games is another one. That is very much the wounded feminine because you're, you are doing it to get some kind of emotional high or fulfillment. So anytime you are looking to be fulfilled, that is the feminine. So addictions can go both ways. It just depends on how someone is using them. And I mean, binge watching TV is another one because there's times when binge watching TV is good and it feels good. I do it sometimes. I actually do it a lot, but <laughs> there's also limits to it because it can't always be the thing that you use. And there, there comes a point where you cross a line where it's no longer just fueling you and it's actually draining you because it, it crosses into that addiction territory. So all of these things can be good for us in some way until they cross that line. So moving more into the feminine. So the divine feminine is hmm, very much about embodiment. So your body is feminine. Even, even if you're a man, 
you still, your body is innately uh, more of a feminine energy. And anytime you do things to get into your body and to be grounded into your body, that is your feminine. The masculine is more of the mind because it is consciousness. The feminine is the body because it is experiencing and living and breathing and doing all of these things. So the feminine is also movement. It is emotion and it can be chaotic and messy and it can be peaceful and serene and beautiful. It, the feminine encompasses, and, and I'm still talking about the divine feminine, but the feminine encompasses, like I said, everything in life. So there is, you know, I'm sure that on social media, you've seen people talk about the feminine energy and it's typically women in big flowy dresses and they have jewelry on and makeup on and they're probably in the woods or on a mountain dipping their toes in the stream. And it's this really beautiful energy or they're on a beach or something like that. And that is absolutely the feminine, but that's only one tiny part of it. There are so many more things that the feminine encompasses. So the divine feminine is all of that. And it's where you can embrace all of that and not hold back. When you can openly allow yourself to feel your emotions, to experience life. You know, I used to only be able to really express myself to people that I felt 100% comfortable with or in situations where I wasn't fully comfortable by using alcohol. So I'd let my goofy side out, but only when I was drinking. I've since, I'm actually two and a bit years sober. And I've learned in that time how to fully be myself without the need for tools like that. And that's, that was part of my journey in embracing my feminine because I let all of who I am out. And I'm still on that journey of letting all of who I am out in many, many different ways and in different layers and strengths and everything like that. But when you can fully be in your body, be in your emotions, be in the joy and the movement of everything, that is your divine feminine. Now, the other thing about the divine feminine is the the divine feminine receives and they receive with an open heart. And when you receive, it can be experiences. It can be opportunities. It can be gifts, compliments, love. It can be energy, anything that is coming to you. The divine feminine receives that with an open heart with ease and with grace and without having that knee-jerk reaction where you need to immediately push it away or give back. So if you've ever been through a drive-through, a really great practice for the divine feminine is if somebody was to ever buy you a coffee in front of you, rather than immediately going and saying, oh, well, I should just pass it on. That was so cool. Don't pass it on. Not that day, at least. You can another day. But in that moment, just receive it. 
thank you. Oh, thank you. This was so beautiful. I deserve to just bask in this joy. Thank you. That's a really, really simple way to allow yourself to receive. And so many of us have a receiving block. Whether it is love, money, opportunities, experiences, help, support. We have huge receiving blocks. And until we address and heal those, we can get stuck in always, always, always giving. And that too depletes us. So the divine feminine is also it is also love. It is love itself. And it is showing that love to the world and helping the world awaken just from your love energy. You know, the feminine despite the fact that the feminine energy itself typically likes to follow and to be led. Although that energy is, is the kind of driving force within the feminine, the feminine is the one that awakens the world with their heart. So, having an open heart and allowing yourself to be in that energy of love is incredibly important. And that is so much of what the divine feminine is about. And then, like I said, the feminine loves to be led. Now, if you have resistance to this, that means that there is some healing to do. And it also means that you have to develop a deeper trust with the masculine energy. So on day three, we are going to be talking more about trust, but you know, so many of us don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our direction, our choices. We don't trust our feelings. We don't trust our intuition. And the trust is our masculine and allowing ourselves to trust. That's the feminine. So the, our masculine has to be strong enough and trustworthy enough for us to lead so we can trust ourselves. And then our feminine has to be open enough and willing to surrender into the masculine's care so that we can, in fact, live our lives and move forward and do all the things we need to. So trust is huge on both sides, but the feminine when it feels safe and safety is big for the feminine energy when the feminine feels safe that is when it can trust the masculine energy so you can start to see how by harmonizing and healing both sides of yourself your masculine and your feminine they work together to help you live the life that you're meant to, to help you live your best life, to help you move through challenges and obstacles and lessons and experiences. And when you're missing one or you're in your wounded in one or both, it really does affect your life and hold you back. So it is very important to understand this and work to heal it. Now, the other part of the feminine 
is surrender, rest, and relaxation. So with the feminine, you know, a lot of times you look at the feminine and you might think, oh, by getting to get into my feminine, I need to take baths or go get my nails done or do my hair or do these softer things. And while absolutely those are amazing ways to get into your feminine, that is not the only way to do it. But the feminine, when you surrender, when you allow yourself to shut off the the doing and you come into being, it, it allows you to rest, it allows you to recharge. Creativity is also very much in the divine feminine. So resting, relaxation, it can look like many different things. For some of you, it might be having a good conversation. For others, it might be taking that bath. Maybe it's a spa day. Maybe it's snuggling with your puppies. Maybe it is putting some headphones on and dancing in the kitchen. Maybe it's doing renovations in your house. When you are coming into rest, relaxation, creativity, that is filling up your feminine. Now, the wounded feminine can be very volatile. So where the, the wounded masculine can be outwardly aggressive, the wounded feminine is more, it can be very, so it can be very volatile, manipulative. That's where you get cold shoulders or um, lots of lashing out as in the, like the feminine can twist words and it's not like more physically aggressive, but it's very emotionally aggressive. Um, you can close your heart when you're in your wounded feminine. So you withhold love, you punish. Um, and then there's the self-sabotage portion where you are going to, in your wounded feminine, experience those self-sabotaging feelings. You're going to experience kind of beating yourself up or harming yourself in some way, whether that is with food, whether that is with negative self-talk, drugs, alcohol, you're using it to feel better in the moment, but then it, it turns into this vicious cycle of I need to feel better and then I beat myself up for it. I need to feel better and then I beat myself up for it. So it's very inwardly harmful. Masculine is outward, feminine is inward. The, the wounded feminine also does not receive well, whether that is love, whether that is money, help, support, guidance. The wounded feminine wants to do everything themselves because they feel unsafe in trusting others. The wounded feminine is very controlling as well but it's it's controlling because they need safety um they push away compliments 
They push away love. They push away gifts. There's typically a not enough wound or worthiness wounds or self-love wounds where the wounded feminine can't truly love herself because somewhere along the way she was hurt and told that she wasn't enough and then she's that she's not lovable. And I, I say the word she, but it's, again, these, these energies are in both of us or in all of us. So the wounded feminine is, is, is truly in this, this lack state. You will also notice that a lot of people who are in their wounded feminine are victims, martyrs. Why, why is life happening to me? Why is everything so hard? There's a constant state of worry. There is feeling depleted and disconnected. They don't feel like they have life force energy. They feel like they have to constantly give and they expect things in return, but then they don't allow those things to come to them. So that's again, why that simple practice of just receiving something and saying, thank you, whether it's that coffee in the drive-through a compliment, just receive it. Don't, don't automatically try to deflect it or, or give back or prove that like you're worthy of it. You just, thank you. You just receive it and that's enough. So the wounded feminine has a huge block around receiving. And this can appear as relationship issues. It can appear as um, like constantly cycling through partners. It can appear like Hmm. not having the ability to have relationships, whether it's partnerships, friendships that are actually fully supportive and are a two-way street. There's always going to be either in the wounded feminine, you're going to be turning yourself off turning and turning down your shine or dimming your shine, dimming that brilliance of yours in order to fit in, in order to be liked or loved or accepted. And it can also look like money issues. If you can't receive money, if you are afraid to negotiate for your worth, if you feel like you always have, as soon as money comes in, it leaves right away. That's a receiving issue because you are setting and it's not necessarily intentional, but there's something in you that's setting this, this level of what your life is supposed to be at. And every time you start to raise above it, that belief or block comes in and it's like, nope, let's, let's even her back out. So the feminine in its wounded form has a very, very difficult time receiving. It's also where you're not allowing yourself to fully experience life and what it has to offer. When is the last time you have ever 
just allowed yourself to feel the moment, to absorb and take in everything, to be very just joyful and, and just receiving it. If it's been a while or you've never done this, I invite you to go do something. Whether you are cuddling with your dog or if you, depending on where you are in the world, can go to a concert or a coffee shop or maybe you go to a market because that's something you like to do. Just go and for a moment, allow yourself to just hmm, feel the energy Feel all of the love around you. Feel all of the joy. Let it come into your heart. We often, when we are in our wounded feminine, look at the surface of things and experience the surface of things, but we are so focused on everything that's going wrong or what we don't have or where we're not enough that we're not allowing ourselves to experience the fullness of life. So allow yourself to do that. Okay. So that is primarily the masculine and feminine, both the wounded and the divine. Now, when you tune into tonight's homework, which is going to be a very quick little quiz type checklist, you are going to find out what your core essence is. And your core essence is either going to be masculine or feminine. There is a very small percentage of the population of humans in the world where they are a balanced core, but that is pretty rare. But typically, you are going to either be a feminine core essence or a masculine core essence. Now, typically, most women are in fact feminine core essence. Most men are in fact masculine core essence. But just because you are a woman doesn't mean that you can't be masculine. And just because you're a man doesn't mean that you can't be feminine. But you do have a core essence. Now, the reason that it is so important to find out your core essence is because that is the primary energy that your soul operates from. So if you are a feminine core essence, what that means for you is that the majority of your time needs to be spent in your feminine. And if you are a masculine core essence, it means that the majority of your time needs to be spent in your masculine. You still absolutely need to allow yourself to go into the opposite energy and spend time there. Now, again, moment to moment, we are shifting from masculine to feminine, masculine to feminine. But those overarching energies is where you need to spend time. So core feminine, the way that your soul works is everything you do needs to come from that place of love. And you need to be aware of how much you are giving away versus how much you are allowing yourself to receive. So 
if you are constantly working or if you're taking care of your kids and mothering, even though the mother archetype is very feminine, mothering in itself is a very masculine energy because you are giving, you are directing, you are guiding, you are teaching. That is very masculine. You can see the structure in that. When you are playing with your children, that's where you come into your feminine as a mother. But other than that, you are typically in your masculine. So whether it is at work, whether it is looking after your kids, whether it is volunteering or running your own business or teaching or whatever it is that you do that is kind of like your job, your purpose, um, the thing that you do where you are giving to others, where you are serving others, guiding, teaching, that is very masculine. Now, if you are core feminine, if you spend too much time doing that and you don't come back into your feminine essence, you are going to feel depleted. You are going to feel burnt out. You are going to feel overwhelmed because it is too much. Now, the best thing that I can say to you is that you need structure. And part of that structure is knowing when you can, in fact, take your lady balls off and come back into your feminine. And when I say take your lady balls off, that's, that's um, like an anchor for you. So if you are busy with kids at home, maybe while they're awake, it's very hard for you to get time for yourself. But if you can ask your partner for help, ask them to give you half an hour so that you can go do something that fills you up. Whether that's take a bath, whether that's go for a walk, whether that's read a book or scroll on scroll through TikTok videos. It doesn't matter what it is that fills you up as long as it feels good to you. But this is where we often don't want to ask for help. This is where we try to do everything ourselves because we don't want to be a burden or we don't, we don't want to be too much. Or sometimes, especially as women, we look at our partners who have been doing their day job and then they come home and we think, well, they've already worked so much. I can't add any more to their plate. Those are just beliefs. Those are just beliefs and those are beliefs that don't serve us. You can still honor whatever your partner's needs are or your friend's needs are, whatever it is, and also honor what you need. So, Structure is really important. If you work a nine to five job, if you run a business, if you are a mom, there has to be a time when you say, okay, I'm doing this until this point, And then I need some time to come back into my feminine. And by having that structure and sticking to that structure, and of course there's gonna be days when it's not perfect. Again, we're not striving for perfection. But by having that structure and sticking to it, you give yourself 
the time and the ability to then fill yourself up. Now, what typically happens is you end up overworking. You don't ever turn off. You're constantly in that masculine, giving, doing, striving purpose mode. And for a core feminine essence, again, that is going to burn you out. So you need to learn how to spend more time in your feminine. Because your feminine is your primary energy. So for example, like if you think if you think of energy sources, the masculine energy is solar powered energy. And the feminine energy is water powered energy. So from like a dam. So if you are constantly if you are a feminine core essence and you're constantly using all of the solar powered energy, but you're never turning on your feminine energy dam, that solar energy is going to run out. And then you're going to be trying to use, use candlelight to power your solar panels instead of just turning on your feminine dam. So that's what a core essence is. It's your, it's your core energy source. So you need to honor that so that you are able to feel connected, feel, have like clarity of mind, to feel energetic and vitality within your body, to feel connected to your sensuality, your sexuality, your creativity, your own personal power. All of that is really important for you. And if you don't do it, you're going to feel depleted. So if you're core feminine, you need to spend time doing the things that fill you up. And if you don't know what fills you up, I invite you to explore that. Now, if you're a core masculine, it is going to energize you to work. It is going to energize you to be in your purpose, to be guiding and directing and leading It is also going to energize you to come back into stillness and silence. So meditation is very masculine. And if you have a difficult time meditating and it's really resistant to you, you're likely core feminine. You can still develop a beautiful meditation practice. And I do believe that it's highly important and effective for all of us to come into stillness and silence. Again, we're harmonizing those energies. We're coming into both of them. But as a feminine, you are going to have a harder time with stillness, silence, um, meditation, things like that. But the masculine, that's one of the ways that other than purpose and movement and achieving and striving and all of that kind of stuff, The masculine also loves having that that release, that emptiness, that stillness. The masculine craves freedom and an unburdening. The feminine craves love. So if you are core masculine, you need to be spending lots of time doing the business things, doing things that are related to your purpose. And remember that your purpose isn't always something that needs to make you money. And people kind of 
forget that sometimes. Your purpose, maybe it's, I don't know, building things out of wood. Maybe it's going for hikes. Whatever you feel that your purpose is, and your purpose is something that fills you with passion and allows you to energetically serve the world and better the world in some way. So it it doesn't matter what it is. And your purpose is not a thing you do. It's, it's like who you are. It's that, it's that energy of who you are. So even if your title changed and your position changed and all these things, the traits that are part of it from change to change are going to be part of your purpose. So in your masculine energy, if you are core masculine, you do need to be spending time in your purpose. And if you are not doing that, you are going to feel depleted as well. You're going to feel disconnected. You are going to end up stuck in your feminine. So you're going to be overly emotional. You're going to let other people take the lead and it's going to eat away at you if you spend too much time in your feminine and if you ignore your purpose. But you still do need to take time to be in your feminine, to experience life, to learn things, to be in your body. So you need to you need to know what your core essence is so that you can spend the, the majority of your time in your core essence. Be powered up, filled up, on purpose. And also, you need to take time in the other energy. Because going back to that river example, a riverbed without the water... Is, not, is, is nothing. It's not a river. And the water without a riverbed just goes everywhere. So again, it's not a river. You need both. You always need both. Now, the last thing. As you learn to understand these energies, they will help you understand and relate to other people. And you will be able to see if somebody is stuck in their divine masculine, their wounded masculine, divine feminine, wounded feminine, where they're holding themselves back, where they're not fully allowing themselves to enjoy things or experience things. This will help you raise your children. It'll help you be a better partner in relationship. I know that right now, I am in my masculine energy because I'm sitting here guiding you, teaching you. My partner's in the other room. He's playing video games. He has a thing (laughs) that he does on Tuesdays and he's in his feminine right now. And I know that if I need to switch that because I want to come back into my feminine, I have to out-feminine him so that I force him into his masculine. And it also helps you. And so the reason I... (laughs) The reason I say that I would have to out-feminine him is because when you are in a relationship or when you are with friends, there's always going to be this 
um, this polarization. So if somebody's in their feminine, somebody's going to be in their masculine. And as soon as it switches, the other person is going to switch into their alternate energy. So by knowing how to do that, it can also help you again, deepen your relationships and also can help you feel more filled up. So I personally am a balanced core. It took me a long time to fully figure that out, but I am a balanced core. So that does not mean that I am perfectly in my masculine and feminine at all times. That's not what it means. It means for me personally, I have to spend equal amount of time in my masculine and feminine. And that also flows day to day. So some days it'll be 70% feminine and 30% masculine, and it might switch. But I have to spend equal amounts of time, otherwise I will get depleted. Again, that is not the case for everybody. The majority of people are very strongly feminine or masculine. But for me, my partner is core masculine. I'm a balanced core, but if I am too much in my masculine, too much of the time, one, he ends up out of his purpose because I, my energy, because we like to be polarized and that's naturally how energies work. It's going to force him into his feminine. So he's going to be out of his purpose. He's going to feel directionless and he's going to feel depleted. And he's going to feel like he has no no purpose in life, no, no reason to be showing up. And for me, if I spend too much time in my, in my masculine and I'm not receiving masculine energy from him in my feminine, I'm also going to feel depleted in my relationship. I typically am mostly in my feminine, but it took me a long time to get there. But when I wasn't there, I felt depleted. I wasn't feeling the flow of love in the same way that I needed from my partner. So by understanding these energies, you can change what you do so that whoever you are in partnership with or in friendship with, working with, anything like that, you can healthily manipulate the energies so that both of you are in are being served in the highest and best good. It also helps you understand, especially if you are in business, where people are at, how you can help them. Again, that goes with children, anything like that. If you understand this, you can do better, feel better, experience more, receive more, have a, just this overall fuller life without hitting so many roadblocks and without letting life take you out. Okay, guys, thank you so much for watching this live. And when you have any questions come up as you are watching the replay, please post them below. I will be happy to answer them. And I will tag you all in the um, in the homework so that you can go figure out what your core essence is. And then I will see you on day two tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today on the soul service podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon. If you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. 
I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.